Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey in your mind, what are some of the question marks uh, for Arkansas going into this first game against Western mm-hmm. Kentucky? Or is it still a little early to think that way? No, it's not early to think that way. I mean, what else do we have, Randy? <laughs> I mean, we're kind of writing the same stories over and over again here. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've thought about that because the last story I wrote was kind of just on how I, I've already written this story, basically. So... Penalties, I think, are something that hasn't brought up, been brought up a lot. How is Arkansas going to be as a penalty team? Uh, you know, last year, I believe they had seven penalties in the opener against Cincinnati, which is a pretty good number for uh, an opener. That's, you know, in a positive way. Uh, the year before that, I believe they had, in 2021, I believe they had 13, um, you know, kind of leading into that Texas game. And so, you know, that was kind of, you were kind of thinking, well, I mean, it's a little, a little sloppy. A uh, year before that, there was 10 penalties in the opener. Um, you know, and that kind of coincides with, you know, how, how Arkansas was in 2021. They were actually a, a pretty high penalty team. Um, I think finished 10th in the SEC last year. They were pretty middle, you know, I, I would say they're probably average to slightly above average in terms of being a good penalty team. The year before that, they were, in 2020, they were actually a pretty good penalty team. So I think that's something to to look at. You know, you, you talk about getting lucky and jumping up and, maybe surprising somebody, beating somebody you're not supposed to. Well, you know, penalties play a big part in that. And then, you know, on the other side of it, people talking about is this the team that can go to Baton Rouge and and beat LSU? Can they go to Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama? Well, you know, there's 133 teams out there that are going through fall camp just like Arkansas, that are preparing, that, you know, have target games, you know, looking at this Arkansas game. Can we, we, you know, kick our our season off right? You know, that's what Western Carolina is thinking. And Arkansas has slept walk through some games in the past against teams that they should beat. Um, you know, so that's that's another aspect of it. People are talking about, you know, Arkansas, like, you know, you should win these games that should you knock off this team also and, you know, excel and, and get to a 9-10 win season or something like that. But, I mean, as we've seen in recent history, it goes the other way too. I mean, they, they had it happen last year against Liberty. Um, they almost had it if, you know, a couple of bounces go a different way. They almost had it happen against Bobby Petrino and Missouri State. That would have been a disaster, mm. an all-time worse loss. So those are the kind of questions I think it's it's good to ask right now about this team. Um, you know, I've seen some grabbing and stuff and, and you know, in practices. That apparently the referees at the last scrimmage were pretty flag happy. It's a different group than the scrimmage before, and scrim- uh, penalties were a little bit better in that one. So. Uh, those are the kind of things that, you know, I think uh, you can probably look at in terms of things we haven't talked about a whole lot yet. Let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. You're doing all right, guys? Doing great. How about you, Savage? Doing good. You know, Trey, you're talking about it right now. Sam Pittman comes out, so he's, he's been asked about the four-game stretch. It's going to be tough outside the non-conference. What's mm-hmm. the mindset of these these kids that you've seen Leading, they've got to be asked about the schedule. I know it's one game at a time. What are you seeing as a 
he's changing the culture. He's got what three deep at defensive line. You know, are you seeing yeah. how the kids? You know, they got to go out and they're punch these. They got to play Arkansas. They're on our schedule. We can beat them just like anybody. And that's, I think that's what mm-hmm. Sam's saying. Are you seeing things same thing out of the kids? I'll get off here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Savage. I think he's asking if I'm seeing the same thing in terms of you know the players feeling good about where they are. So yeah, their mindset. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it's pretty strong. I, I feel like there was, you know, I thought I felt like there was some dissension with last year's team, and um, that's one reason you saw such a high number of players enter the transfer portal. You know, a lot of those players, you know, you can't say, "Hey, I need you to move on," but you know, that kind of stuff happens. You know, maybe it was encouraged a little bit, uh, just because there were some issues with the team. I, I have not seen those things now. With Chad Morris was coach at Arkansas. I used to hear stuff all the time. This player doesn't like that player. This coach doesn't like that coach. Offense doesn't like the defense. You know, old guys don't like the young guys. All those kinds of things all the time. And I started to hear that last year popping up here and there. You know, not really this time of year so much as just a little bit after really. um, Started to hear some of that stuff pop up and I didn't really think I would hear that. I've not heard anything at all this point, in fact, I've, you know, I hear things that are, are definitely more encouraging about, you know, the bond that's been built with the team. Um, I think they feel like they've got a good squad. Um, I, 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 you know, 20 years of doing this, you learn to read behind the lines a little bit of what the coaches and the players are saying and stuff. And, yeah, I think that they feel they have a good squad. Yeah, I, I think that's the question he was asking. Yes, I agree. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live and feedback. Andrew says, question for Trey, is Arkansas out of the race for Ryan Wingo, Ronnie Wingo's little brother, five-star receiver out of Missouri? Well, Missouri has some interesting NIL laws where Absolutely you, know, you can be they do. compensated as a high school athlete if you, if you sign with, a, uh, with an in-state school so i don't know if that's something that's going to uh deter kids from leaving missouri or or what but if everybody adopts that then that would be that would be hard on, on a lot of other teams but um i i, I kind of feels like maybe that's where things are headed with 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 ryan wingo um you know obviously ronnie his brother was a razorback but that's been quite some time ago so uh, I don't. I don't know that I see anything developing with Arkansas there in terms of having a chance to get him at this point. I think they're pretty much out of the picture from the, some of the yeah. things that I've read. Uh, let's see this from Terry Trey. After last year's catastrophic season, anything less than nine regular season wins is unacceptable. But that being said, how many wins does Sam need to have? this year to be fired thoughts on the kickoff team giving up a touchdown is scott fountain on the hot seat terry's a really happy person (laughs) yeah so for sam Pittman to get fired i would have to say actual you know an actual catastrophic season which you know is um you know probably taking a step back two or three wins yeah yeah to get fired yeah yeah well i mean maybe four we look at it from from where we are right now. And I always yeah. say that, you know, you look at the season and a lot of people say, you know, I think this team could go eight and four. I think eight and four is a good number. But when you're in it 
and that game is lost that you you know predicted they would lose at the beginning of the season i mean it's it's a disaster when you're in it you know it's just college football is an emotional sport um i think sam Pittman has built goodwill now last year was definitely a step back but the nine win season wasn't that long you know brett bielema was here five years he never never had a nine win season um so i would say something like just just disastrous would happen have to happen with this team um just you know kind of imploding looking like they don't care look like they've got you know let go of the rope you know that kind of stuff can can obviously change so i don't think that's going to happen with this team i think they they've got a good team um but i don't know if i would call last year last year was disappointing catastrophic is a is a pretty strong term it's hard to win 10 games in this conference hard to win nine you know I mean, that means you basically have to win your non-conference games and go five and three in the SEC against some really, really good teams out there. Um, I mean, eight wins to me is—I don't—I don't want to tell anybody they should be satisfied with eight wins. That's not what I'm saying. But if you win eight in this conference, you four and four. I mean, it's based on where Arkansas has been historically. It's hard to get like throw your hands up and say this is unacceptable. Um, I do like them to win nine more than I like them to win seven. You know, I just know that I'm not going to say Arkansas is a 10-win team because I don't think that they can just steamroll their way to 10 wins, okay? I think that they can win 10. I do think that they can w be a 10-win team, but that's going to take some, some bounces here and there. So uh, I think that may have been... I feel like he maybe he had one more question in there for me, Randy, that I might have overlooked. But uh, uh, thoughts on the kickoff team? Oh, Scott Fountain. He said yeah. Scott Fountain oh. on the hot seat. I mean, kick special teams haven't been special as Houston Nutt would say. Mm -mm. I mean, they got Cam Little, and he's a weapon for him. But uh, I haven't been I, last year. I wasn't blown away by any stretch on the special teams. I mean, I thought they they actually had some moments in 2021. One reason they were probably a better team, one reason they probably split some of those games uh, that were close, whereas last year they lost them all. So, I mean, Scott Fountain is one of the best recruiters on this staff, and a lot of people don't don't recognize that. Your special teams coach needs to be that, and he is. He's, he's got a fantastic reputation as a recruiter. But they've got, they, can't, they can't have the punting issues that they had last year. You just can't. And in this day and age, it's easy to go out and get it fixed. And you go out and get a, a good replacement somewhere. And if, you know, you roll with the guys you had and things aren't better, then, yeah, I mean, coaches are hired to be fired in this conference. Um, so he's, he's got to have a better performance. I think you'll see Isaiah Satania returning, returning kickoff just based on what he did the other day um, with Jalen Braxton also very much in the mix there and probably both of those guys as your top two options at punt return also. I'm, I, I don't think you should really ever return, unless you have somebody who is just unbelievably dynamic in the return game. I think you should just fair catch everything or let it go out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. Uh, let's see, Trey. This kind of fits in with what you talked about, Alex, a moment I mean, uh, Cam a moment ago. Alex says, I can't wait to see Cam Little kick multiple 60-yarders. According to the media, boys, he has automatic points on the board anytime we cross the 40, L-O-L. Right. So, 
Alex is not paying attention. Just one of those guys that's probably pretty <laughs> negative. Sam Pittman said that. So media boys are relaying what Sam Pittman said. He's automatic from 60 yards. That's a direct quote. So what I would tell Alex is to probably be better at doing live fan feedback. <laughs> Pay oh, attention. Wow. Mm. Mm. Well, that came well, on the live fan feedback, so. Yeah. Uh, live fan feedback, boys out there. Yeah. Just not getting it done today. Yeah. Uh, uh, this from <laughs> Hog Reality. By the way, everyone thought we had a great squad last year, too. Every coach and media member does until you get smoked in the mouth three to four times in a row. Stop, stop, yeah, stop. I don't know Smoke. that people I thought that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They lost four games by three points or less. Is that smoked? Yeah. If you well, thought you had a good team, starting quarterback. They could they could have won eleven games last year. They didn't get smoked, right? Uh, I think the yeah, heat is I mean, smoking some folks right now. People have interesting memories on on how things are. I don't think anybody yeah. was predicting Arkansas to um, have this outstanding season last year. Now they had a good starting lineup, and a lot of that was facilitated from the transfer portal. There was also a lot of inner workings with the team that just did not mesh. Um, now, any team is susceptible to having a rash of injuries, especially when you're a team like Arkansas, you know, not so much Georgia or Alabama, these teams that have built depth. The thing that I think is different about this team is they have built a lot of depth, especially, you know, at some key positions. I still wonder about depth in the secondary. You know, are they going to be good, average, bad at linebacker? I think they'll probably be about average at linebacker. I think they've developed a lot of good depth. I know I feel like the defensive line is definitely better than Arkansas's offensive line is right now. So to me, um, yeah, I don't remember predicting um, greatness last year. That's a that's a pretty strong term. Um, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think a whole lot of media media people. I mean, I'm sure there were some that were doing that, but. You know, you lose K.J. Jefferson for two games and you have no shot at winning at Mississippi State because you don't have a quarterback. Uh, they, they could have beaten LSU. I think they would have beaten LSU last year if they had Jefferson. The defense played the way they did. Um, they, you know, had it. They, they shouldn't have even played him against Liberty. That was just, that was a mistake, playing him against Liberty. And, you know, I mean, like you said, you lose your quarterback for two, two games, hobbled in another. Uh, your secondary gets decimated with injuries. You've got issues within the team. And, I mean, you lose four games by a total of nine points. I mean, that's that's going to be hard for a lot of teams to, to overcome, no and matter And they still no won what. seven and won a bowl game that sh- they should have won by double digits. And well, they won the bowl game three times. So when Yeah, when Chad yeah, Morris there's your, was there's here. Your, there's your ten wins right there. Chad Morris your, was here, wouldn't you have wins. said seven and six winning a bowl game is great? Yeah. Quit, people I can remember forget. Chad Morris's last year. Oh, yeah, people oh quickly gosh. forget. They, yeah. they do. And Chad Morris' era should not be the standard which we measure everything. Oh, you my know, gosh, no, no. Right. But I can remember in 2019 saying and thinking, all right, the way to, the healthy way to look at this team is – not expect anything great, watch a young team grow, and that would be a healthy way to be a fan of, of Arkansas. <laughs> and then I just remember thinking how out the window that philosophy was after the Portland State game. Well, I'll give you an example right now. I, I like uh, the Kansas City Royals aren't my favorite team, but I'll follow them ever since David Glass bought them. He obviously is not the owner anymore. You know what they're saying about this year? They have the second worst ba- record in baseball. 
we're wanting to see who these young guys can help us in the future. As they lose and lose and lose. What a mm -hmm. pitiful philosophy that is. And that's just what you're sharing, how we should have looked at the Chad Morris years. Nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. yeah. He got some nice young players. Won't that be good in three years? Well, no. what I was thinking, what I was saying was that was the option. <laughs> because yeah, right. That's right. They weren't right. going to be, gonna be very good in 2019. No. It was just like, try to get to a bowl game, you know. Right. That, but that was, that was where things were. And, you know, Chad used to say, even into year two, he was like, it's not an overnight fix. And I was just thinking, we're not, it's not overnight. It's year two. It's year two here. Yeah. So yesterday I was talking with a friend of mine who, who both of us knew Coach Worlds very well. I didn't know this. When Jack Crow was cleaning out his office after losing the Citadel and was stunned that he was fired, there was an assistant athletic director in the room with him. And he turned to him and he said, I didn't know beating Citadel was that big a deal. Oh, my And he goodness. said, Jack, it wasn't. Losing to Citadel was a big deal. You know, so that's the thing is you can talk about, yeah, we're going to get better and all that, but people that want true? to get better. You know, that is, is a, that true a true story. story. That is a true story. Then Jack yes. Crow is a moron. If that's a true story, then. That is a true story. I didn't know Citadel. Well, he had no Citadel business coaching college football on any level. If he well, he did that. later, and he was pretty successful at Jacksonville, Alabama. Yeah, did okay. Well, it couldn't have been because of him because that he, is the worst. And, hey, of, he was an excellent offensive coordinator in 1989. Quinn Grovey will tell you that. That was all just, Quinn Grovey then. <laughs> <laughs> just because I of can't one believe statement? that somebody would say that and think that that's a a thing you could say. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> His office got cleaned out that day. Good, good, <laughs> good. Bye. All right, Trey. Glad I told that story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Trey. You made Bye, my guys. day. Bye. <laughs> that is Trey Mitty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.